The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Damn, man, I got some munchies. Hardcore. Word. We got anything to eat in this studio, Peter? Oh, uh, yeah, man, we got some peanut butter right here. Oh, for real? We got some peanut butter? Yeah, man, it's right here. Oh, is it Jif? Yeah, man, it is Jif. Oh, sweet. Pass that shit over here, man. Uh, here you go, man. Yeah, man, Jif peanut butter is the best. I don't know, man. I kind of like Skippy. Uh, I think Skippy's better than Jif, man. You know? What the fuck did you just say to me? I was just saying that I think Skippy's better than Jif. Skippy? Yeah, man, Skippy. Is that supposed to be some kind of joke? No, no, man, Skippy's awesome. You ever tried it, don't Are you really saying Skippy? Yeah, man. Is better than Jif? That's right, man. Skippy's better than Jif. That's what I said. I gotta tell you, Peter, you need to take that back. Look, look man, that was what to do, motherfucker. Dude, look. You need to take that back. We both know. Don't do me, motherfucker. Jif is you. better than Skippy. You know, fuck you, Jesus. Fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck you, man. You, you, you fucking bitch. Dude, of shit. I will come across this console. I will yeah. whip your ass, dude. Yo, yo, bring it, bitch. You fucking bring that shit, bitch. You know what, motherfucker? You bring That's that shit it. over here, bitch. That's it. Come on, bring it, bitch. <laughs> A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's my Greg, you're a poon tang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh! oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words... Are my shit. Yeah, bitch. Words are indeed my shit. Welcome, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show, chapter 8. Sorry, chapter 1, verse 8. Well, I'll get the hang of this shit. This eighth show we've done in this fashion. We're doing video and audio. Hence the name, chapter 1, verse 8. Of course, the free audio version can be found and always will be found on stonerjesus.net and all the other platforms we go to, including CannabisRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio doesn't seem to be updating. Uh, I have to check into that when I remember. If I remember at a time other than now when I'm busy doing a show, I will check into that. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, stonerjesus.net, CannabisRadio.com. All your friendly podcatcher things, services, whatnots. If you want the video version, you can help support the show and pay for the video version. It's only five bucks a month to see me in all my glory. I need a shave. Holy shit. Anyway. <laughs> video version. All of them, all the chapter and verse shows. In glorious video. 
Not glorious high quality video. It's a bit above my pay grade. But glorious video nonetheless. Support the show. That's patreon.com slash sternerjesus420. There's links, of course, on sternerjesus.net, all over sternerjesus.net. And for each audio show, there's a link directly to the video version of that show. Five bucks a month, you get that. And all of the other chapter and verse shows, however many they are. Patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. I am on the Twitter at stonerjesus420. Come check me out. I'm uh, on Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash stonerjesus420. We have a Disciples of Stoner Jesus Facebook group. It's a group for the hardcore fans of the show. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. Seek and ye shall find. If you just want to email the show the good old-fashioned way, <laughs> the snail mail of the internet, I guess is what do we call it. I don't know. Probably not. Email stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. A lot going on in this show. We'll wrap up the show with a couple classic St. Peter uh, lists. One is about... The fuck's one, one's about Labor Day. It is September 2nd, 2017, by the way. Labor Day is uh, tomorrow. One about Labor Day and one about fall activities. Uh, St. Peter has not left us another voicemail. I don't know where he is. Last we heard, he was in the hospital after running into a uh, Confederate monument protest. You can find that voicemail in the Chapter 1, Verse 7 show if you want to go check it out. It didn't turn out well for St. Peter, I'll say that. For those of you who haven't heard it, I'm going to spoil it for you. But I don't think I'm, I'm giving away any state secrets when I say that it didn't turn out well for St. Peter, most things in his life. He's making his way back here. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how we work him into the show. I said I like looking over here to my right where his little glass booth is, a little window, and there's, uh, there's nothing there. It's great. It's great. If I may reuse a phrase, it's glorious, absolutely glorious. And we'll also talk about something else that's glorious. Yeah, that's the word of the day, stoned ballers. Fancy Football League. A couple years ago, we did a Fancy Football League. We worked it into the show. You know, I, if I remember correctly, I did very badly. Just fucking horrible. <clears throat> we'll see if history repeats itself. Uh, thanks to everybody who joined. The, the league is full, 12 teams. I had a little trouble in the beginning. I was putting out the link, but I wasn't giving anybody a way to join, apparently. <laughs> you, had to have a, you had to go to a certain thing to join and put in a password. Uh, which I provide everybody with because it's a generic password. And it doesn't matter now because you know, the 12 teams are full and we're done. The draft was this morning. I have my team. We'll talk all about that later on. Um, first, talk about this Joel Osteen thing. Let me make sure I don't have anything else I have to tell you. Patreon, uh, yeah. Oh, the 420 story, we're just still doing those up on SternJesus.net. The old archives for the 420 story up on Patreon as well. Help me spread the truth about cannabis through comedy Patreon.com slash StonerJesus420. Of course, go check out all of our sponsors, our awesome sponsors on StonerJesus.net. Click their banners. They support us, so go support them. Now, Joel Osteen, you know, if you don't know who he is, he's the mega church pastor dude, uh, very rich, probably the most, the richest, most well-known pop culture, quote-unquote, pastor there is. He has that big fucking, um, the big, the big church, the big mega church down in Texas, where uh, Harvey, Hurricane Harvey just hit. A lot going on with that. But in particular, seeing a lot of stuff about Joel Osteen. So a couple nights ago, a few nights ago, it started hitting social media that Lakewood Church, his big mega church, was closed. And apparently some people were claiming that it was turning away people in need. Uh, for his part, Joel Osteen says that wasn't true. They had not been asked by Houston, <clears throat> uh, by, the, by authorities, by police, to open as a shelter. 
They were waiting until other shelters were full, and apparently there was also some water damage. There's been a lot of conflicting stories. We're going to go watch some of Joel and um, um, check out some of the people that have been defending him, because you won't see that very often on social media. A lot of people just, you know, hammering the shit out of him. Now, let me preface all this by saying that obviously on the Stoner Jesus Show, we make fun of everything, including organized religion. Uh, At best, I think Joel Osteen personally is um, a hypocrite and a charlatan. I think he's full of shit. Now, when I say he's full of shit, that's from my perspective. I don't really believe that he believes he's full of shit. I think he believes in all the shit he's doing. And he provides a value to people, and they give him money. They give him money voluntarily, which is important to point out. Now, you can say he prays on their insecurities and their fears and their religious hang-ups and you know, the, the religious shit that's been drilled into him since childhood. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't say anything about any of that <coughs> other than I agree. Uh, I believe he's, he's from, like I said, from my perspective, he's full of shit. Now he makes a lot of money on that. He has the big mansion, all that stuff. Again, he's not forcing anyone to do anything. You can say he's defrauding people, but you really can't prove that. Can you? I mean, he may be right on everything. You know, he may die and it'd be like, uh, you know that fucker Joel Osteen? He was on it. He nailed that shit. Now, the odds of that are slim. Okay, I'll give you that too. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Joel Osteen. I never have been. But we're in a weird climate now with social media and Trump being president where I'm often forced to defend things, at least somewhat, that I don't want to defend. I've defended Trump on this show before. And there was more of that last night on Twitter. And before I get into Joel Osteen, quit blaming every fucking thing on Trump. Everything. This nurse, the, the nurse yesterday that got dragged out of, of the hospital for refusing to, to illegally give a uh, cop blood. The cop dragged her out and arrested her, and he's in all kinds of shit, and there's all kinds of shit going on about that. I saw somebody blame that on Trump. Oh, Fat uh, fat Michael Moore, the fat documentary maker, blamed it on Trump. And I tweeted to him, and then you can't – first of all, the police abuse of police authority happened a lot under Obama. Was that Obama's fault? Of course not. A lot of this happened before Trump. Trump. And this was a white woman. So that the Trump coming to power, uh, if that's your narrative, is not responsible for more uh, police brutality against white people, white women. It's fucking retarded. And to blame everything on Trump does a disservice to everyone. Blame, oh, well, the hurricane's Trump's fault, and this is Trump's fault, and that's shit that's not his fault. It distracts from the things that are his fault. His real bad ideas, his real bad policies, his bad hires. His, the, the shitty way his administration has run, the haphazard way that he does things, uh, the dumb tweets, the, the avalanche of dumb tweets on a weekly and, and sometimes daily basis. When you blame him for shit that's clearly not his fault, you distract from that. That takes up a portion of, of the narrative of the news cycle. Say, oh, well, you know, Trump, you know, he, he caused the hurricane or uh, he's the reason that nurse got uh, beat up by that cop yesterday. No, he's not. And to say that does a disservice to the actual dumb fucking shit he does. It distracts from it, and it dilutes everything. It makes people that may be on the fence about Trump say, oh, well, there's blaming Trump about everything. I don't believe any of that shit. It makes his supporters be even more supportive because they feel like he's being uh, ganged up on, and they need to defend him. It's not serving the purpose, the purpose of the left or the progressives or whoever's doing it at the time. It's not serving your purpose. So Joel Osteen. I said, I've had to defend Trump. Now I got to defend Joe Osteen. Here's the thing. And I haven't watched a lot of his interviews. Um, 
because I want to I want to see what he says. People have been saying he's kind of you know iffy about it. I want to see that and and hear it in real time with you all. Here's the thing: people assume Joel Osteen does what he does because he's evil. It's probably not the case. Like I said, he probably believes in what he's doing and what he says, and that he believes he's helping people improve their lives, and he believes that that's why he gets all that money, and that's why he's so successful. And for a lot of you know, and that that's true to an extent. But Joel Osteen doesn't do do what he does, like most people, because he's evil. He does it in his own self-interest, which if you listen to the show, that's not a bad thing at all. I don't find it to be a bad thing at all. It's led to the prosperity we enjoy right now. People doing things in their own self-interest. This computer, these cameras, this microphone, uh, everything, all of this shit, all the things you enjoy, your smartphone, your air conditioning, your, your entertainment, Movies. People do it in their own self-interest. They don't do it because they're fucking all their uh, Mother Teresa and they want to help people. Same with Joel Osteen. He does things in his own self-interest. So when I first heard this story, they're like, oh, Joel Osteen said, fuck those poor people. Close the doors to the church. I'm thinking to myself, why would Joel Osteen do that? He uh, That's obviously not in his self-interest. His entire brand is I'm this cool pastor dude who everybody loves. And I'm like, you know, part pastor, part motivational speaker. I'm a good guy. That's why people love me. That's why I have so much money. I'm doing the Lord's work, so on and so forth. Why would Joel Osteen, when presented with a choice of letting in poor people who have been flooded out of their homes because of Hurricane Harvey and closing the doors because, I don't know, I guess he don't want muddy feet on his carpets or whatever, muddy, muddy poor people feet, why would he choose the latter? Now, he said, like I said, a couple things, and he'll say them in these interviews too. <clears throat> Let's play some of them. This ABC News and the Today Show interviews are total about 10 minutes long. I'm not going to play all of them, but I want to get a, a sense of what he said. I'm going to uh, talk about a couple of people that defended him. Because like I said, you can get the people bashing him all day long on social media. There's no there's no uh, a lack of that. There's a lack of people defending him. And uh, I'm kind of in that boat, I guess, guess, because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense why Joel Osteen what he would gain by tarnishing his brand, taking the fucking beating that he's taking today. Now, the initial word was that there was some flooding, and then when he said that they don't have the supplies and they weren't set up, um, and, and so on and so forth. There's a guy makes a couple of good points, and a guy I don't know, a radio host guy, makes a couple of good points about why uh, Lakewood was closed as long as it was. But here's the thing. Joel Osteen wouldn't think, would think, he has to know in his head that he says, no, no. Now, yeah, there's PR blunders and shit like that. But he's a relatively intelligent guy. He has to be to do what he does. He's not going to say, you know what? Fuck those poor people. You know, because everybody's got a fucking cell phone. There's news people all over this area. So let's leave all the poor people standing outside. And there was, you know, there was video of the outside of his church that wasn't flooded. Then I saw pictures that I'll show you later if you get the video version of the show. That shows the inside of the church was indeed flooded. And you never know about pictures. You know, shit's photoshopped, screenshots are photoshopped. You have no idea what's real anymore. So that's the disclaimer uh, as far as that goes. But uh, let's check. Um, let me get the uh, the system sound up here. Joel Osteen. This was from the Today Show. You can watch the video if you have the video version of our show. Get it up on Patreon. Breathable underwear from Fruit of the Loom uh. is so incredible, you'll want to talk about it. No, fuck you, commercial. God damn it. So anyway, <laughs> Joel Osteen and Hurricane Harvey after this ad, we'll hear what he had to say 
to the today's show, and then I'll get into some of um, the defense and some of the reasons that Lakewood might have been closed. At least initially, I think it's open now. Let's hear from uh, Joel Osteen. Please don't. And Pastor Joel Osteen is with us now. Pastor, good morning to you. Thank you for getting up early with us. We appreciate it. Oh, that's nice. He's standing in front of his church, which is fucking packed halfway up the wall, all along the wall with packages. That was another thing. He said, well, we're a distribution center, and that's how we're helping. Hey, great to be with you all. Hey. Well, of course, by now you're familiar with the criticism that the church has faced. And I guess my question <laughs> is to you. That's an understatement. Why did the church wait until yesterday to start taking in people? Well, our church, our church doors have always been open. In fact, we, we took people in right when the water started to recede, which was just a, a day or two after the big storm hit. But we work very closely with the city. Four miles down the road, the city established its biggest shelter with, you know, with room for thousands, with, uh, with beds, with kitchen supplies, with everything they need, security. They didn't need us as a shelter right then. And we coordinate with them all the time. If we needed to be a shelter, we would have certainly been a shelter right when they, right when they first asked. But once they filled up, never dreaming we'd have this many displaced people, they asked us to become a shelter. And we said, hey, we'd love to be a shelter. That's what Lakewood is all about. But I think this notion that somehow we would turn people away or we weren't here for the city is, is about as false as can be. See, that's where... That's where I have a problem with the, the narrative. The narrative breaks down for me. Why would Joel Osteen take that kind of public relations risk to tell people, no, you can't come here? That makes no fucking sense. For what reason? Like I said, because he doesn't want uh, muddy poor people feet on his carpet? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. A man like Joel Osteen would see immediately, I'm letting poor people into my church. This is a fucking PR bonanza. Every goddamn news organization in the world is in this area, and they're all going to see Joel Osteen, his hands outstretched like Jesus himself, saying, please, come, come into my church. Feel the warmth of the shelter. He would have to have some very compelling reasons not to do that, one of which uh, there's flooding initially inside the church. Like I said, I'll show you those pictures here in a minute if you have the video version of the show. And again, he's talking to the city. The city's telling him, not yet. We have all our supplies here that we need. We're going to fill this up. And then if we get that's filled up, then, you know, you get busy getting your supplies and getting ready. And then if we need you, you open up your church as a uh, as a shelter. And this, this radio guy that I was talking about makes some very good points about um, why they just wouldn't have thrown open the doors of the church for people uh, before they were ready. But let's hear some more from uh, Joel. Pastor Osteen, it, it sounds like you think uh, the criticism itself uh, is unfounded and, and just a bit silly. But but you guys did put out a statement on Monday. And in that statement, you, you said in part, we are prepared to shelter people once the cities and county shelters reach capacity. I think a lot of folks probably read that or heard that and, and thought, why wouldn't the House of, of Worship open its doors immediately, initially, even perhaps before some of the other shelters. We're all about helping people. This is what the, the church is and our church is all about. So I think it's, I don't know if it's... Un- exactly, that's his brand. His entire fucking brand is based on helping people. Unfounded, but I think if people were here, they'd realize there were safety issues. This building had flooded before, and so we were just being precautious. But the main thing is the city didn't ask us to become a shelter then. And Pastor Osteen, do you sort of wish you could kind of have a redo on the last few days? I mean, it has been a bit of a, a PR nightmare for you guys. What would you have done differently? So yeah, PR nightmare. 
Why would he initiate a PR nightmare for no reason against his entire fucking brand? Yeah, I don't, I'm sure we've done something differently, but, uh, you know, the fact is, I don't know that we would have opened or done, opened any sooner because, again, there were safety issues. I think sometimes, you know, somehow social media. Now, right now, these are the pictures I'm talking about. They're shown on the video flooding inside the church. Now, he said earlier they flooded before, so these pictures could be from recently. They could be from a couple of years ago. I don't know. Again, with the Internet now and pictures and screenshots, you have no idea what's what's wrong and what's what's true. Media can be very powerful and they can create this false narrative. But if you're sitting in another state and you're not here, I mean, my niece was stand, stranded right across the street from this. And these pictures are showing extensive flooding inside the church which of course make it impossible to be a shelter at that point. Building, nowhere to go. This this building was one foot from flooding. If we didn't have our floodgates, it would have flooded. And so it's easy to say, wow, there's that big building. They're not using it. So they had to put up their floodgates. Using it, but we don't have volunteers and we don't have staff that could get here. So we're all about helping the city whenever we could. If they would ask us to become a shelter early on, we would have prepared for it all and been ready to help. But hey, thank God we can do it now and help the city you know, in this way. That's the thing. Let's go to this... Um, this guy, Dan O'Donnell, uh, Common Sense Central, it's from 1130 WISN. I don't know the fuck that is. Newstalk1130.iheart.com. <clears throat> he says, Houston struggles to rescue people trapped in unprecedented floodwaters. Uh, a popular social media narrative has arisen. Joel Osteen, the multimillionaire televangelist, has refused to open the doors of his 16,800-seat megachurch to flood victims. Uh, as the narrative goes, he's the very definition of a hypocrite, preaching love and compassion for the needy, yet cruelly turning his back on them. And their hour of greatest need, <coughs> excuse me, but there's some problems with it. Uh, and again, there's the pictures of uh, the flooding. Um, it's become obvious that Osteen's Lakewood Church was, in fact, too flood damaged to initially take in flood victims. And they say that these pictures are from the Houston Chronicle. If you can go check those out. Um, I mean, as we scroll down here, uh, obviously, no structure with that amount of flood water inside could possibly take in shelter victims. Uh, the city of Houston and Harris County Emergency Management have instead been instructing those in need uh, need of a place to stay to head to any number of designated shelters. Uh, likely wary of the violence, rape, and other issues at the Superdome during Hurricane Katrina. If you remember, I guess, uh, when Hurricane Katrina happened in New Orleans, they opened up the Superdome. Massive structure, a bunch of people flooded in there. There was all kinds of problems. There's the, the allegations of sexual assault. The bathrooms were overflowing. It was a, it was a clusterfuck. Uh, so he said Houston officials have avoided using massive complexes like Lakewood to house victims. Simply put, as the Superdome demonstrated, it is simply too difficult to manage that many people in one place. Instead, emergency workers have been pulling supplies at the designated relief areas, which are smaller and easier to manage. Moreover, having multiple relief areas spread around the city makes far more logical sense than one or two massive sites like a megachurch, which used to be a basketball arena, or a football stadium. Lakewood spokesman Don Iloff so we were on the phone with the city. They said the shelters are fine at the moment. We basically said we can put a few hundred people on the second level, and the city said, we'll get back to you. We're prepared to house those people. In addition, Olsen issued a statement indicating that Lakewood has not turned a single person away who came to the church seeking shelter. However, instead of housing them in the church, which the city of Houston did not request and presumably did not want since Lakewood did not have adequate supplies, church staffers and or volunteers transported the victims to one of the designated shelters including one just a few miles away. We never closed our doors, Osteen said. We will continue to be a distribution center to those in need. We're prepared to house people once shelters reach capacity, which apparently they have and they are now. Lakewood will be of value to the community in the aftermath of this storm. Now, 
Again, you can believe that. You can disbelieve all that. You can believe all the information on one side and disbelieve all the information on the other side or some combination of the two. But my point is why would Joe Osteen, what would compel Joe Osteen to say no don't bring those people into my church. My church is clean. I got nice carpeting. I'm going to come in here and fuck this shit up. Why would you risk the PR nightmare that obviously ensued to do that? It's, it's pointless. Utterly fucking pointless. Let's check out some of um, Pastor Joel, which is probably a lot of the same shit on ABC News. He's probably going to have a fucking ad as well. Back. It oh, sure does. It's been a while. He explained his decision to open his, his Houston church after criticism. This was from, uh, like I said, ABC News. <coughs> it, just, it just makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense for him to say no. It makes all the sense in the world for him to say yes. Yes. Get some cameras down here. I'm going to get to the door, and we're going to let people in. It'll be fucking awesome. More doing. Joel Osteen, he is one of America's most popular preachers, but faced some fire on social media when his Lakewood church was slow to take in flood victims as the waters rose in Houston. Busloads are taking shelter there now, and we're going to talk to Pastor Osteen about the turnaround after this report from ABC's Victor Okendo at Lakewood. Good morning, Victor. Good morning, George. And once the church started accepting those donations, they started piling up quickly. The volunteers are lining up once again this morning. You can take a look at part of the work that they've done so far. A mountain of towels on one side, and on this side, a ton of baby supplies. I promise you, we'll make you feel right at home. He's the famous TV pastor leading one of the largest congregations in the country. If you're ever in our area, please stop by and be a part of one of our services. Joel Osteen, head of Houston's Lakewood Church. Says thing. It makes no sense. Every sensible thing in the world would point towards him letting people in and using that to his advantage, to his own publicity advantage. What makes more sense is people on who hate Joel Osteen, uh, for whatever reason or another, on social media, they want to say he's a hypocrite. They're, they're ready for that. And they, they see a little meme that says, oh, well, he didn't open his church. So they share the meme. They say this motherfucker was all over Facebook and Twitter by people who know shit, don't know shit about what happened or uh, any of the details, they just know they hate this dude, and um, so they're going to they're gonna shit on him because they have this chance. I could shit on him, too, because I have this chance. That would be great. But it just, when I think about it, it just makes no sense. Church, but for the past few days, his mega church has come under mega criticism. Some questioning why... Ah, mega criticism. That's nice, dude. The 600... Wordplay. 100,000 square foot facility didn't immediately open its doors to desperate evacuees. We're going to come right back and get them, okay? What would be the point of that anyway? If he didn't have any supplies, they had no food, they had no um, no volunteers. So what was going to happen? They just let a bunch of people in to run wild? Again, we go back to the Katrina and the Superdome comparison. What? I don't know. It'll be okay. As the floodwaters rose, the church posting online that it was inaccessible due to severe flooding. The reaction online, fierce. Tweets like this saying, when Joel Osteen has a gigantic church and $10 million home in Houston, but is only offering prayers to people affected by... See, it's nice, it's nice stories of hypocrites only offering prayers, so on and so forth. And I think that's a lot of why... People latched onto it. Harvey and the already heavily criticized Joel Osteen isn't helping himself by not opening that mega church of his and leads me to ask, what would Jesus do? Some even posting photos like these seeming to show the church grounds totally flood free. 
And you contrast those, the outside pictures showing no flooding with the inside pictures showing flooding again when those were taken. There's no fucking way to know. Like I said, the, the, the article I quoted from earlier said they were from the Houston Chronicle. So I'm assuming the Houston Chronicle would know when those pictures were taken. We have food over here. But Lakewood officials providing these pictures as proof that there was lots of water just a foot from the top of their floodgates and saying the doors have been open. We've all, our doors have always been open. Okay, that's the, there was flooding inside, but it was separated off because they have actual floodgates in the church. It was separating it from some of the church and another foot. If those pictures are correct and the timing of the, the, this reported of those pictures and when they were taken is correct, then another foot and you got fucking water coming over. Which, if you have 10,000 people in your church and it starts flooding, well, you can imagine what would happen. We, we have been a shelter like they were a shelter from the very beginning. And now the church, up and running as an official shelter, already filled with giant piles of donations and winding lines of cars with volunteers waiting to sign up to help. <clears throat> and then they'll get no credit for any of that because that's what they're supposed to do. In speaking with a lot of those volunteers, we learned a lot of them aren't necessarily Joel Osteen viewers or part of the congregation here. They just told us they're from Houston and they want to help. George. Okay, Victor, thanks. Pastor Osteen now does join us from Lakewood Church as well. Thank you for joining us this morning, uh, Pastor Osteen. Let's get right to the controversy. We did see that post on Sunday from your church saying it was inaccessible, yet so many weighed in showing that didn't seem to be the case. So what went wrong here? Well, George, first off, it, the building was inaccessible. The flood, the flood waters went down. I mean, this building flooded in 2001. It had 10 feet of water in the, in the lower bowl, and we put up floodgates, and it kept it, kept it from going over. It's only a foot away, but, you know, I... Anyway, the point is, I'm not going to belabor this point because this, is, this segment's going really fucking long, but um, uh, Tyler Perry also of Medea fame came out in defense of Joel Osteen and gave the church $250,000. Um, whoops, a lot of pop-up shit. I know there's been some controversy about Joel Osteen and him not opening the doors of his church. Uh, Perry said, let me tell you something, Joel and Victoria are amazing people. There's no way that they would lock people out of the church and not let people in for shelter. And that's what I said. There had to be a really compelling reason for that. And now Perry announced he'll be giving $250,000 to Lakewood Church, which is Osteen's house of worship. He said, before you run and judge somebody real quick, you need to know the whole circumstances, which seems reasonable. Most people don't do that, especially people on the Internet and the, the age of social media. I say a lot of people are looking for a reason to shit on Joe Osteen. I'm no fan of Joe Osteen. Uh, like I said, I think he's a fucking uh, charlatan who plays on people's fears and their insecurities. He doesn't force anybody to do anything, but he plays on those um, – well, everything that religious people and organized religious people, rather, ha have played on the insecurities and fears of people since – well, as far back as you want to go. And I can have every opportunity to go to jump on the bandwagon with everybody else and shit on Joel Osteen as well, but it makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense why he would do that, why he would close his church and take on the PR nightmare that has become. It makes a lot more sense that people on the media and, and the internet have latched onto this and are using it as a reason uh, to beat him over the head. And I said, this is fucking, this is, this thing was going way long. But there, but there you go. Stoner Jesus Show, chapter one, verse eight. Stone Ballers, Fantasy Football League coming up also a little bit later. We'll play a couple classic Stoner Jesus, St. Peter lists. St. Peter did some lists on uh, Labor Day, Labor Day activities, and also fall activities or some shit. I don't remember. I've already forgotten. But we'll play them later and check them out together. 
as a family, as a family would do. Stern Jesus Show, chapter one, verse eight. We will be back, yo. The Stoner, Stoner Jesus, Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about Queen City Hemp. Support for the Stoner Jesus Show comes from Queen City Hemp, a full-spectrum high CBD oil with no artificial ingredients. That's what you can find there. It's available in tinctures, vapey liquids, and topical salves. Across the Midwest, many retailers find your alternative with Queen City Hemp. For more information, including third-party test results for every batch, go to queencityhemp.com or simply click that Queen City Hemp banner on stonerjesus.net. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about a great sponsor of the show, Corlore 420. Check out corlore420.com. K-O-R-L-O-R-420.com or simply click that Corlor banner on stonerjesus.net. They have extraction filter bags that are 100% silk. Get no blowouts, higher yields, and a cleaner product. Plus, silk gives you a concentrate with the best flavor. It retains the terpenes and will preserve the richest of aromas. If you want the purest product possible, then silk is for you. Go check out Corlor. Click that Corlor banner on stonerjesus.net to check out their extraction filter bags. Make sure you use promo code STONERJESUS10. That's all one word, STONERJESUS and the number 10 for 10% off of any purchase at Corlor. No minimum purchase necessary. Click that banner on stonerjesus.net. Get to pressing. Get to extracting. Check out Corlor and their banner on stonerjesus.net. And make sure you use promo code STONERJESUS10 to get 10% off of any purchase. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a product. Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? 
At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com it's time to Hemp Resent. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Resents, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 8. Free audio, of course, on SternJesus.net, CanvasRadio.com, and various other platforms. If you want the video version of the show, go check out Patreon.com slash SternJesus420. Five bucks a month, you get all of the chapter and verse shows in video, on video, however you would say that. You know, you get the video version of the show. Damn it. Seems relatively simple. <laughs> I have trouble with it. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. Now it's time to talk about the stoned ballers. Let me change the thing there. There we go. Stone ballers fantasy football league. A couple years ago, as I said in the first segment, we did some fantasy football. And uh, we did a league, you know, interacted, got in the show, got fans interacting, shit like that. I did poorly. I did fucking horribly, if I remember correctly. And it was obviously probably through no fault of my own. <laughs> no, I just uh, I still know as much about football as I used to. That's the way with a lot of sports. Same with baseball. When I was eight years old, there wasn't a fucking baseball stat that existed that I couldn't tell you. Now I have no idea who ninety five percent of the people are who play baseball. That's a lot. It's not as bad with football, but it, you know, seventy eight percent of the fucking people who play football I've never heard of in my life. Which is uh, it hampers me when it comes to fantasy football. 
Uh, so uh, we did the draft this morning. We have the Stoneballers, NFL.com, Fantasy Football. I'll be giving updates regularly, whatever uh, whatever podcast I do, the first podcast after uh, a new week of games. Uh, I'll do updates, you know, who won, who lost, shit like that. You know what updates mean. You're smart people. <laughs> Although you're listening to this show, so how smart can you be? Am I right? So the Stoneballers. Stoneballers on NFL.com. It's uh, League 5498258. For those of you who keep me track at home, there are 12 teams. And again, when I first when I first bought the link and stuff, I didn't. I didn't realize that you had to have you had to go to a certain page and put in a password to join the league. Um, which you know, again, I'm not I'm not up to date on the fantasy football. I just know that my team is the Bengals because I live in the Cincinnati area and they suck. So I need fantasy football to give me a reason to continue to care about football. Plus, it's good for the show. It's good uh, good content for the show. So I finally got it together and we got twelve people, uh, twelve teams signed up. And uh, so, and here, here they are. Uh, if you want to check out the uh, the video version of the show, I have it up on the split screen. Dak Street Boys, Hide Your Stash, Ray is 49ers, Mike Check, who I believe is a white Mike, or friend white Mike, Tangerine Dab Kings, with a Z, Epic Days, also with a Z, Oaktown Girl, Ghost to the Post, The Line Orange President. <laughs> I wonder what, what's that a reference to? Fremlin Slayer, who's also a long, long-time listener of the show, and Aussie Aussie, who I'm going to go on a limb and say is probably from Australia. I'm not sure. And, of course, the team, uh, team number 12, my team, the Stoner Jesuses. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good names there, but none are really better than the Stoner Jesuses. Let's face it. So there's my team. They got the draft, the auto draft went this morning. And my strategy is basically, uh, if when you do an auto draft, you can pre-rank your players uh, in terms of who you want the most. So if they're available, the auto draft picks them. That's what I did. And in all honesty, what I did was I went to YouTube. I put in fantasy football and I started watching videos. You know, uh, this guy's a steal and, you know, you should have this guy. This guy's going to have a good season because of this. And basically I watched those and then I pre-ranked based on that. I went and found those players and moved them up. And I think I, I, I turned out with a, a pretty good fucking team. My quarterback's Dak Prescott, uh, Dallas Cowboys, Last year, 23 touchdowns, four interceptions, six rushing touchdowns, almost 4,000 yards. I don't – I mean, that's – for those of you who are not uh, familiar with football, those are damn good stats for a quarterback. That's a lot of fancy football points. Marshawn Lynch is one of my running backs. Another one is LaVon Bell, both top fucking running backs, great names. Uh, wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson, Keenan Allen, tight end Rob Gronkowski, who's uh, well-known for his various uh, shenanigans and – Dancing and whatnot. Uh, uh, my running, my wide receiver runner, so I guess like auxiliary spot, Bilal Powell. Bilal Powell. I didn't see him. Lazy, but I have no idea there. I have no fucking idea whatsoever who these people are. Besides, you know, the first six people I mentioned. Carson Wentz is a Eagles quarterback. He's my backup quarterback. Don't know shit about him. Matt Forte, who I do know, his name, he was good. He used to be with, uh, play with the Bears. Backup running back. Also, Jamal Williams, Green Bay. Pierre Garçon, my backup wide receiver out in San Francisco. Now, he's one of the names I heard in those videos. They pointed out that even though San Francisco sucks, he's pretty much the only receiver they have, and they're going to be playing from behind a lot. So he's going to have a lot of opportunities to pick up 
yardage and touchdowns, hopefully. So that's why I got him, because I moved him way up. Rashad Matthews and Mike Williams is a wide receiver. My kicker is Cairo Santos. Uh, let's see. He's got his stats. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's good. Does, it tells me how many like field goals he made, but it doesn't say how many missed. So that's not helpful. <laughs> and uh, my defense is the Los Angeles Rams, which I don't think is good. I think they suck hardcore. In fact, their last game, it says here, was a 28 to nothing loss. So that may be a problem. I may have to shore up the defense. Well, I'll give them a week. Uh, they were at San Francisco the first week. so And San Francisco also sucks. Uh, I believe if I heard one of those videos correctly, uh, San Francisco only won two games last year, and both of them was beating the Rams. I may have heard that wrong. I don't know. But anyway, that's my team. I'm pretty happy, especially with like the, the, the two running backs and the two wide receivers and the quarterback. I think I really can really make some some hay there. So we'll be going with, and like I said, I'll be updating this. Whatever podcast I do after a new slate of games, we'll do a segment on it. And um, you know, interaction with the show. Um, you know, you can be, feel free. I think there's a place on here to trash talk. I'm not sure. If not, uh, get on Twitter and trash talk. You know, say, oh, I'm going to whip these motherfuckers and tag me, Stern Jesus 420 in it. And I'll retweet that shit. And those motherfuckers will see it. <laughs> That's right, motherfuckers. You hear me? So good luck to the other 11 teams. Uh, I would start my trash talking now, but I, it's probably not a good idea. It's not something that um, I'm prepared to back up as of yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the first week goes for the stoner Jesuses and the Stoneballers Football League. We come back from the break, uh, play a couple old St. Peter clips, St. Peter lists about fall and Labor Day, and uh, that'll wrap up the show. It's awesome. Go get the audio version on stonerjesus.net, totally free video version on Patreon. Patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. Come support the show on Patreon. Help me spread the truth about cannabis through comedy. Yo. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations hello my children stoner jesus here to tell you about another great sponsor of the stoner jesus show nextbardo.com check out that headshot banner on stonerjesus.net they don't have just glass they have a full line of smoking products including wood pipes metal pipes 
roll your own supplies, pouches, storage, grinders, dab bricks, water pipes, vaporizers, and more. An amazing variety. Check out nextbardo.com. That's N-E-X-T-B-A-R-D-O.com. Or simply click their banner on stonerjesus.net to check them out. There's free shipping on all domestic orders over $20 and free shipping and a free gift with orders over $50. They offer worldwide shipping. Make sure you use discount code STONERJESUS. That's all one word, STONERJESUS, to get 10% off your first order at nextbardo.com. 18 plus only. Please click that headshot banner on stonerjesus.net. Make sure you use discount code STONERJESUS. Stoner Jesus, all one word, and get 10% off your first order at Next Bardo. Check them out, another awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311 and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. I hope everybody's got their vape pen handy or their pipe or their bong or whatever you use to do your medicine. But you don't, it's not a requirement. You don't have to be high for this show. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. I don't know who you're talking to. You have to be high to do anything. At least I do. I don't know about you. In fact, I've been high so long that being straight is another high. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about Queen City Hemp. Support for the Stoner Jesus Show comes from Queen City Hemp, a full-spectrum high-CBD oil with no artificial ingredients. That's what you can find there. It's available in tinctures, vapey liquids, and topical salves across the Midwest. Many retailers find your alternative with Queen City Hemp. 
For more information, including third-party test results for every batch, go to queencityhemp.com or simply click that Queen City Hemp banner on stonerjesus.net. From dabs to chivas, sativas to indicas, we roll out a whole concentrate of fresh new content every week. It's like going from the greenhouse to the dispensary. CannabisRadio.com CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the newest and greatest podcast in the galaxy, The Real Dirt with Chip Baker, your insider industry connection to accurate and entertaining information about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. Rolling joints and dropping knowledge about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. The future of legal cannabis has arrived, and we want to give you The Real Dirt with Chip Baker. Look for new episodes at CannabisRadio.com, TheRealDirt.com, or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 8. That's going to about do it for us. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Checking out SternJesus.net, where the free audio is. But don't go anywhere just yet. We do have a couple classic St. Peter bits. Um, and no, I don't mean his, you know, his man bits. Ha! Ah! Because that would be distinctly unpleasant. I mean, list. Stern, uh, Stern, St. Peter lists. He's done in the past. When St. Peter's here, he does a lot of, you know, segments and lists and infomercials and whatever. This is two St. Peter lists. We'll play them back to back before we uh, leave. One is about fall and one is about Labor Day, uh, both of which doing, uh, we're recording this on September 2nd, 2017. So both apply. I know a lot of you, because many of you have written in saying how much you miss St. Peter. I'm kidding. Nobody has written in to say how much they miss St. Peter. But I'm assuming that some of you miss St. Peter so I'm going to play some old bits, uh, some old lists from St. Peter that have to do with, as I said, uh, fall and Labor Day. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check us out on stonerjesus.net. Go spread the word there. That's where the free audio is. And of course, get the video version of the show, only 5 bucks a month. Get all the chapter and verse shows. Patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, peace, bitches. Now, enjoy some classic St. Peter. Welcome back, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show live. Thanks to everybody listening live and on podcast, wherever it is you do your listening. Now, unfortunately, we're, we've come to another time. I'm going to open up St. Peter's microphone, yeah. and he's going to give us a list of something. We don't pay St. Peter, as you know, yeah. so sometimes he has little lists or he has infomercials or little specials or whatever. Just an opportunity for him to get on the radio and maybe be, I don't know, discovered by somebody. Yeah, yeah, we'll be discovered. I discovered you a couple thousand years ago, and there hasn't been no discovery since. I think that's it. No. This still, could, <clears throat> still could happen. I think Jesus. that's it. <laughs> God damn it. It's not going to happen. Anyway. It may happen. St. Peter's list. Uh, the list this time, as you know, Labor Day is coming up. This is St. Peter's list of suggested yeah. but not recommended Labor Day activities. St. Peter. Yeah. Always comedy gold. 
Land on me, son. Well, the uh, first thing you can do is uh, assist in an actual labor. Just go to a hospital or whatever and steal some scrubs and, and get in one of those rooms and, and get in there and yank that baby uh, out, man. Yank that little fucker okay. out. Right off the bat, this sounds what? very illegal. Wait, what? Very illegal. I don't think so. I think it's fine. It's okay. fine. Okay. Continuing. Oh, yeah. Um, if you find someone eating a two-furky burger, uh, punch them in the face. Un-American. Um, communist bastards. I'm certain. Now, I'm certain that one will get you thrown in jail. No, no, I think it's pretty good. Just fucking do it. Don't question me, Jesus. Okay. Just do okay, it. man. Whatever. It's your list. Fucking. Go on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you ever see Project X? Uh, the movie? Yeah. Well, just uh, just do that. Do they did in that movie. I, I don't understand. We know they had, like a big party in the movie and it was crazy. So, like, give a big party and like Ugh. Project okay. Project X it up. All right, sounds sounds good. Yeah, it's <laughs> I good. don't know. I think I think there's many illegal activities in that one that could get you thrown in prison for for a good amount of time. Uh, okay, may, okay, may okay whatever. Keep going. I did. Anyway, uh, yeah, walk up to somebody on the street and strangers and yell, "Summer's almost over!" Hmm. Right in their face. Summer's almost over. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that one gets you arrested. I guess it could. I don't see how. Probably definitely get somebody to hit you. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, Jesus. Yeah, I'm sensing it's a fun. theme. With these, uh, yeah, these Labor Day activities. All right, you got any more, Peter? Yeah, yeah. You could uh, sit on your porch, and uh, you can hit random people with water balloons and yell, "You look hot! Happy Labor Day!" Yeah. Really? That's it? Yeah. What? What's wrong with that? I, I was what? expecting, I was expecting a bigger finale. That was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. I think it was good. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I guess I was expecting more. Well, what? I guess it doesn't matter. Well, it matters. So that's it. St. Peter's list of suggested yeah. but not recommended Labor Day activities. That's right. It's good. Here on the Stoner Jesus Show. I don't see what the problem is, Jesus. I just don't feel like you're putting effort in these anymore, Peter. What do you mean? I feel like you're not putting any effort into them anymore. That's bullshit. It's, it's just... Well, I mean... I don't know. You know... I don't know. Is this the end of the road? I've had a... Is this the end of the road for the comedy genius St. Peter? No, I don't know. That. I've had some problems in my personal life, you know? I guess it remains to be seen. There's some problems going on. Some stuff Stern in Jesus my Show mind. Live. Shut up, Peter. What? Stern Jesus Fuck Show you, Live. Fuck you, man. I got some stuff going on in my life. We got more music and comedy. You, you fucking asshole. Coming up. Just What's nobody a, cares. Nobody wait, cares, Peter. They do care. They do care. Shut God up. Do we'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show Live. Thanks to everybody listening live and on podcast. Yeah. It's time again for another St. Peter segment. <laughs> they yeah. just continue on and on inexplicably. But that's the way we do things here. <laughs> yeah. Peter, yeah. Uh, tonight, follow is coming up. So St. Peter has a list right. of suggested but not recommended fall activities. Yeah. Peter, yeah. Uh, you get part of the microphone. Oh, just try oh to be, there we go. Try to be professional for the next few I minutes. Got, I got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. St. Peter's list of oh. suggested but not recommended fall activities. I'm sure you worked very hard on this list, Peter. Of course. So without further ado. Yes. Get started. All right. No, well, the first one is you call the cops, and then you wait in like a big pile of leaves, and then when the cops come, you like you jump out at them and you go ah, and you scare them. That doesn't. It's funny. It's funny. That doesn't sound good. It sounds like it'll get you shot. Yeah. Well. Especially if you're a black dude. Oh snap! I'm saying, I mean, come on, let's be real. Oh snap! I'm keeping it real. I keep it one hundred. Word. Up in here. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Oh, uh, you can also uh, take naked walks in the woods. Mm, is that what you do? Oh yes, it indeed it is. That sounds sexy. Sounds bad. No, no, it sounds real bad. I think we'll we'll keep moving. Oh, okay. You can uh, you go to the store and you buy a lot of TV guys, you know, from this year, the fall year, and then you wait till next year, and then you go back in the stores and replace all the new TV guides uh, with the old ones. And people are all like, "Hey, 
hey, where's my where's my TV guide? These are all old shows that were canceled. And they're like, what? Well, you you go to the stores, you see, and you get all the new TV guides, and you buy nah, them all nah, up. Nah, never mind, go, never mind. Don't go through it again. Oh. Don't go through it again. Let's just, just keep going. Just, okay. just move on to the next one. Oh, well, you can, uh, you can, crap. You can buy an ice cream truck. And then you circle around uh, school playing the music all day, and the kids will be going nuts. Oh, they'll be like, oh, I want ice cream. Nice. Yeah. That's a nice thing for the kids. Yeah, but they can't have any ice cream because they're in school. Okay. <laughs> yeah. is, there, is there anything else? Oh, yeah, there's one more. Uh, you can uh, trip a child and say, have a nice trip. See you next fall. Ah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and <Classic>. indeed. <laughs> it's a good... Uh, it's a burn. It's a good note to end on. It's a burn. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Peter. <laughs> I'm, I'm smart. I'm clever. That was... I'm funny. St. Peter's. Yes. Yes. Funny. List of suggested. What's wrong with that? But not recommended. I'm a clever guy. Fall activities. I wouldn't. I don't think I recommend any of those. Maybe. I would recommend all of maybe them. Maybe naked walks in the woods. Yeah. You know, like if St. Peter's not there. No, no. Maybe with like your significant other or your partner or whatever. Naked Peter. Your man or your woman or your woman or your man. Woo. Well, that's, Throw it uh, up. That was a Mr. Rap song. That'll be a, a start of a rap song. I'm sure St. Peter will steal that from me. Well, yeah, well, it was pretty good. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's enough here. We get it. What? You're clever. You're very, what? very funny. I, yeah, you're I am. So, so what? funny. Oh, you're so fucking funny. You're so asshole. Stern Jesus here live. Dickhead. More comedy, music, and awesome stuff coming up. We'll be back yeah. after this. Fuck your mother.